Welcome to Create Your Own Economy podcast, the weekly podcast that equips you with the know-hows, the strategies, tools, and resources to create your own economy, grow your business, and live the life you desire. If you have not done so, hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode. I'm your host, Bumi Ajibade. And today I have a power couple, um, Melanine and Gilbert Mulamba. Melanine has been my sister for a very long time, a sister from another mother. I love her and her siblings. And I'm really very excited to have her and her husband uh, to share um her journey into entrepreneurship with us and with her husband and you know this is the first time i'm having a couple share with us how they work together and how it really works so welcome to uh, the podcast create your own economy we're happy to have you thank you thank you thank you very much uh, so let, let's just uh, know a little bit about them, and I will read about Melanie. And uh, she is a broker associate with EXP Realty uh, LLC, and she brings ex- extensive knowledge of the DFW, that's Dallas Fort Worth real estate market area and trends. She is a respected realtor with twenty years of experience. And she has a unique approach to customer service that makes her stand out for the extra services and care she has uh, for her clients. And since 2015, the Mel House team has consistently and every time I see her uh, on the on the list, I'm always so proud. She has consistently been named among the top agents in DFW by the prestigious D Magazine and top 500 producers in the Northern Market of DFW by Top Producers Magazine. Melanine served as vice chair of the Global. Business Council Advisory Board of the Metro Tex Association of Realtors for 2017. That woman is very smart. I know that. <laughs> and her leadership skills and knowledge have led her to successfully train realtors by teaching hard classes to DFW area realtors. Also very smart. And very smart also is Gilbert, her, her husband, uh, who, who is also a realtor with EX uh, Realty and part of the Mel House International team. He holds a master's degree in biology. Did I tell you I also read biology too? I forgot no. to tell you. <laughs> I read microbiology too in college. Why? <laughs> he, he holds a master's degree in biology from West Chester University and has had a successful career as a scientist in the biopharmaceutical research arena for 20 years. Gilbert 
spent seven years as a researcher and at Harvard Medical School and actively worked with most human viruses such as HIV and many more. So be thinking he was a researcher and now he is into real estate. So both Melanie and Gilbert were members of the leadership team with Keller Williams board for several years. Now, uh, Gilbert had a big real estate career jump and that happened in 2014. Gilbert and Melanie both advise investors in the DFW market. And you know, um, I'm still working on selling my house. So Melanie, we're still going to do it. We'll make it happen. <laughs> we'll make it happen. The boys are working on me. <laughs> so both of them, they have, a, you know, one vision and their vision is to be a global team reaching out beyond the frontiers of the USA to make the buying and selling of homes a smooth process. They strive to be the real estate company of choice for a new generation of professionals. You know, on this platform, we always talk about what is your unique value proposition. There are so many real estate agents everywhere. Why are you different from everybody? So from their bio, you will see why they are successful. Now, my question in my head is, Gilbert, over 20 years in research, pharmaceutical, why did you make that U-turn from that research job in the pharmaceutical industry, medical pharmaceutical to real estate? Why the job? What, what made you, uh, uh, you know, why that decision? Well, that, thank you for the opportunity. That that's a decision. Uh, it wasn't easy. Yes, I have twenty years of experience in my career, but I, but I have to say this: I really got at some point on a crossroad. And you know, when you get to a crossroad, you have to think, you have to pray, you have to seek for counsel, you have to ask your family members, friends, relatives, you have to look. I mean, it's a difficult place to be. Mm -hmm. And if that crossroad uh, is a fo focal point for roads that go four different ways, it's even more complicated. Mm. But I got to myself to, into a crossroad and the decision was not easy. Mm. That, that's, you know, my starting answer. Mm. We, we got married in 2010 and I was still living at the time in North Carolina, mm. working as, as a scientist and Melanie was here. So we were kind of thinking, okay, uh, should she come to my area in North Carolina, or should I come here? Let's see how things go. So I started looking for employment here. And wow. you know that the region, the DFW or the Texas region is not the biotechnology region in the country. 
Mm-hmm. You know, this is divided in some region. If you yeah. all the research and biotech is either in San Diego, California, in Maryland, or North Carolina, or you know, yeah, but not in Texas. So I could not find employment. Yes. For a while. So I kept commuting and at the same time, I did not want to uproot her from the clientele base that she had already established here. Yes. Yeah. So we had to think, I say, well, at some point I'm like, okay, let me just come and continue looking for employment. But for two years, I could not still find an employment. Yes. And I started helping her around, you know, the office and uh, you can take it from here. Well, thank <laughs> you for the opportunity, but Gilbert being as smart as he is. He was, yes, he is. He does have a gift of uh, servant spirit, you know, mm. humble man. So my career did not threaten him. So he will come to the office. He will set my computer there. Do you want coffee? And then he will start working. The next thing I see, he was filling out the contracts. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm a broker. You will get me in trouble. Why don't you go get your license? You know, I, at the beginning, I didn't want him to, to join me because I was like, I need a steady a salary, you know, a paycheck, healthcare, all the benefits that somebody that works in, in a company will have. Because real estate, as real estate agent, you don't have, you self-employed, you don't have mm-hmm. benefit. So that's how we started. So I've, I asked him to go get his license. I really made him get a license. So I'm a good broker. <laughs> so <laughs> I got my license and I never looked back. And uh, the other crossroad was also that um, working as a scientist, Every year, I, I was working with all these live viruses, you know, the influenza, you name it, all kind of dangerous things, you know, goods, mm. you know, handling the virus by itself, growing it up, doing all kind of experiment with it. And at the end of year, every each year, <clears throat> our company had to test us for, you know, stuff like HIV. Ah. So waiting for those results every year was stressful. You know, it's yeah. like, why? And I was the only one actually in the company working with live viruses. Wow. So it was a lot of stress. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure during COVID, your mind will be like, oh, yeah. thank you, Lord. <laughs> you see? You see? Mm. Yes. Mm. Actually, during COVID, his mind was like, should I go back in the research? I know these things. I can handle it. We can do some research. Live viruses. We do not (laughs) do live viruses. Yes, yes, live viruses. Thank thank you for sharing. Thank you. You know, I think it's really very important for for couples to hear this story. You know, there are sometimes, you know, you have to make sacrifices for the union to work. Uh, mm-hmm. Instead of complaining, you were looking for somebody that will have, uh, just have a job, let me have uh, insurance. But again, he is happy 
because now I'm sure during COVID, you are then happy that, you know what, I, I love having you around, even if you don't have insurance, you know, so Crossroad happens and I'm happy that you you chose to be there. And I'm also, Melanie, you are happy that you have him, the two of you working together. So thank you. Thank you for sharing. I really, really uh, appreciate that. Uh, so Melanie, uh, and I know you, we we grew up uh, coming from, from the best continent in the whole world. Here we came, uh, uh, you know, um, so we were working corporate jobs and all that. So why did you then decide to create your own economy that you didn't want? And I know, I remember one particular incident that you had some problem with some, um, about integrity with the company that, you know, your values were different from their values. And so why did you decide to create your own economy? Well, you know, it's not like I just said and say, let me decide and start my own economy. I think Gilbert mentioned the crossroad. Hmm. I I find myself in my own crossroad. I was working, like you said, I was working for a company that was literally asking us to lie to the client, the consumer, and make them sign the contract and knowing very well that they will be paying more. Mm -hmm. And they were listening to my conversation. They gave me a warning. They said, this is your last chance. And during that conversation, I got on the phone and it was an elderly woman and my heart could not, I, I just could not. I told her, it's not a good plan for you. You don't need to get it. I could hear you know, the click with on the, you know, behind my ears, but uh, at that point I didn't care. So eventually I was let go. And in the crossroad during that time, I was taking classes to become a realtor. But even to get to, before I get to that, just to see how God ordained our steps, yes. is that I was thinking of buying a house. And then I met a lady and I asked her if she could refer me the person that helped her on, you know, buy her home. And she gave me the number. I called the lady. It was a Sunday. I remember very well. It was a Sunday afternoon. And she picked up the phone, which I was surprised because I was waiting for the voice message to come. Then I can leave my message. And she said, oh, yeah, you can come to my office. It's Sunday four o'clock yeah come to my office so i went to the office and i got there and i told her what i wanted to do my vision and she looked at me she was a chinese lady very petite but uh very commanding she's like no 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 i'm not gonna help you you will help yourself find the house i'm looking at house like what's wrong with this lady she stepped out of the office she comes back with a bunch of paper and she's like Sign here, sign here, sign here. I'm signing. I'm like, God, what am I signing? Signing. Yeah, I think signing. She said, congratulations. You are now my agent. Now you just have to go to the step of getting the license so you can become an agent and help yourself buy a home. So I go home. I'm like, this lady's crazy. I don't even know what's a realtor, what he entitles. 
But you know, Jane, her name was Jane. Jane will call me every two weeks. So I started taking the classes, not because I liked the classes, but I took the classes because Jane will call me. I have something. I had to have something to tell Jane. So I get my license. I got let, you know, they let me go from that company. So I was like, okay, real estate entitles living off of commission. I don't have a job. I'm living off unemployment and a little food stamp and whatever. So I can really do this. Yes. That moment as a single mom with four kids, I decided to give it my all. So yes. that's the journey that lead, led me to the real estate business. Yes, give it all. That crossroad. And, and you know, when I remember that, that's your story of integrity, I, I tell that story a lot. Thank you. I t- because every time we talk about values, um, mm-hmm. when I, I mean, you, you know, I'm a trainer. Uh, so when I when I'm training and I, I, I will talk about values, I use your story uh, a lot when we are talking about values, and and also as a business coach, I always talk about values because every business you need to have values for your business, the values that will drive your business. And when, when somebody, you know, gives you a business that does not align with your value, you need to know it. I say, you know what? Um, No, you need to say no. And for you with four kids and that time when we came, you know how hard it was when we came and for you to say, to, to have, to have said no, when you know you have those little kids, I mean, that's one of the reasons I love you so much because that value is just amazing. It's amazing. That crossroad, but God appeared even at that crossroad, at that crossroad, you know. So now you have even answered my next one. Why, um, uh, you know, real estate? It was like God chose that real estate for you. You know, you know, people, people on this, you know, my listeners, you all know that I love God. (laughs) So, and uh, Melanie is my sister. We love the Lord. So her saying that, I know it was ordained of God, you know. So now, um, when you look at the job, the corporate jobs that you had, and even Gilbert too, if you, you know, when you look at when you were in, uh, on your job, what were some of the skill set that you had on the jobs that you did that became helpful now that you are on your own, that you have your own business? What are some of the skills that were carried over that, that are helping you now? Thank you uh, for the question. As a scientist, one of the tools that we use really is being an analytical being organized, 
you know, uh, strat- uh, strategize in advance when you're about to embark in the project. I Meaning, you look at the resources, you look at the what you need to do and what the outcome should be, and then uh, structureize and having systems in place. So when before even I got my license, I was looking at her and saying, but you're wasting time here. You're wasting too much time on this. You know, this should not be done. You know, so I kind of, you know, little by little without pushing too much, but, you know, kind of either restructure or, you know, rearrange things that were she was already doing, but in a different order. You know, so those are the skill sets, you know, that really, you know, I brought in, you know, in the business. And I plugged into, you know, her strength and, and yeah. You know, one thing, uh, you know, God say, I'll send you a helper. You're mm. truly my helper. Everything you heard, strategize, organize. That was not me. That, that was totally boring no. to you. <laughs> In the morning, I had my folder. You know, like back home, I had my uh, my folders, and that's where I put all the paperwork, and I will be dragging, you know, a bag <laughs> with all my folders. So I didn't even worry about system, Excel, spreadsheet, you know, uh, client, you know, uh, CRM and things like that. That was not my thing. So when God brought him in my life and in the business, you know, just things took a turn, you know, for the best. Because with his research, you look at the numbers and the production. I mean, today, if you ask me what our production, no idea. But if you ask him, he will tell you how many units we sold, our production. He will say, by next year, we need to do this. We need to market this. So, you know, we really piggy bank on each other's strength and weakness. So, you know, it's, you know, this has just been an amazing journey for us. Yeah. Yeah, you know, th- this is amazing because the two of you working together, it just it just helps. You know, I teach personality immediately. When he started talking, I already know because I teach a disc. I teach disc. So I'm already looking. I'm like, oh, yep, yep. He's C. He's uh, C is like, mm, 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 mm. And, and that is, that's how it is. Complimenting each other. Because for me, just as, just like you, melanin uh you know i just have i have my bag i have my everything but you know like my husband if i tell my husband just ask a question before i get back he has an excel spreadsheet he has he has pros and cons he has everything i'm like i just asked you a question i just need an answer he said yes i'm giving you an answer but each answer has the pros the cons so you know we need each other in our lives so from his job everything every business has to have a system there has to have a system. So I'm sure as as uh, a scientist, he can't just bring stuff out of his heart like we do. 
everything has to have a system, a process has to be in place. So uh, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> thank you. And um, I know there are pressures, uh, yeah. uh, you know, Melanie, when you started living on, on, um, on, uh, there's no salary, right? Uh, you, you get, you know, you sell a house, they give, you know, you get paid, whatever. And, and there's pressure of all the bills. How to, so how do you overcome that pressure? Because the question people ask me is, uh, you know, I have a client right now and the pressure, my, my client, she just hired me. And for over 30 something years, she has, she has been an entrepreneur and the pressure is so much that she has to go and take a part-time job to pay her bills, you know, and she just hired me. And so that is the pressure that people are having. Um, so how do you overcome that uh, pressure of not running back to go take a, a, a part-time job? How did you overcome that? Even as a new entrepreneur, that pressure, you, you get to get, pay the bills, the inconsistent paycheck that you get. How did you overcome that? Well, the pressure is real. When you self-employed, it's real, it's reality. But do not run away from that pressure because that's what will make you. Uh, so my biggest pressure was when I started the real estate, you know, my first sale came six months after I got my license. So... It was so hard that I went to my broker, Jane, at that time, Jane Lynn, and I told her, is that okay if I wash, clean the office, the windows and everything, so she can pay me? Mm. And she agreed. So I will stay in the office and act as if I'm working, wait until all the agents are out, and then I clean the offices and the restroom, get paid a little bit. But... I stayed focused. Focused. So mm. I surrounded myself with friends. You know, one of them, you know, uh, Buki, you know, she mm. would always say, I believe in you. You got to do this. I believe mm. in you. You got to do this. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you something, you know, um, that happened. The pressure was so hard that I decided to go find a job. Anyway, I say, you know, mm -hmm. it's too much. The kids are looking at me. I don't have any sell. I'm going to go get a job. I went in. I, I, I took the application. And I started filling the application. And I heard a clear voice. Again, I know your audience, some of them may not be, you know, Christian. I'm not imposing my faith to mm -hmm. them. It's okay. my, my my journey. So as I was filling the application, I heard this small but straight, clear voice. Hmm, so you don't trust me. Hmm. I took the application, I dropped the pen, and I ran in the car, and I was screaming like a crazy woman. I said, like, what do I want to do? I cried, and of course I didn't get a response. I calmed down, but that was the last time I went mm. to look for a job. You know, mm. consistency, 
trust in God and surround yourself with people that believe positive people. Because you you living if you thinking of living, just know that you living at a time where the seed that you have sown is about to start to germinate. So, to germinate. Hmm. 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 Wow. Just keep focused. Yes. Keep focused. If you are sure that what you what you are embarking upon is is what your purpose is, you know, I always say on this platform, the first thing you need to do is identify that what you want to do aligns with the purpose for your life. If it aligns with the purpose for your life, stay the course. Don't jump from one to another to another. So what Melanie is saying is focus, surround yourself with people that believe in you, with positive people. The naysayers will be there because if you go to them today for a cup of rice, if you go to them today for $10, if you go to them tomorrow for whatever, they will give you some negative words. So surround yourself with positive people because that time that is very hard. And I know I have been there. You know I have been there, right? Uh -huh. yes. Because that time that is very hard, that is when that miracle, that is when that seed is about to break out of the ground. Yes. You know, and I'm not saying that you should be lazy, not looking yeah. for properties or, or something that you want. No, I'm not saying that. We're not saying that you should sit down. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I think, you know, one of the things I'm, I'm working on is, um, um, you know, what do you do in the waiting? When you yes. are waiting, what do you do? We're not saying you should be lazy. No, we're not saying that. But keep your focus. So in the general, just general as an entrepreneur, what are some obstacles that entrepreneurs face? And what are the ones that you have faced in your journey as entrepreneurs? And how, how have you been able to overcome them? Okay. Well, the very first one, and actually that also kind of answers the previous question, uh, just to add a little bit to it. The new immigrants, I don't know what your audience is, uh, consists of, but... Everybody. Everybody. The new immigrant comparing to the natives of this country don't start on the same footing you know people that are born here we had their parents or grandparents and great grandparents here they start on a stronger footing because they have the support of the family you know great grandparents can uh, legacy there's you know can give them funds to start a business. You know, they they, they have the, that that resource. We, as new immigrants, don't have that. That that's the first obstacle. Mm. So we don't. We can go into a class for entrepreneur and be encouraged by the teacher saying, "Well, you need to save uh, for you to start this business. You need to start with twenty five hundred or five thousand 
but a new immigrant will not have we that have it. while a person a native someone that's born here have the resource they can go to grandma and say grandma you know can i borrow this can i you see so we don't start on the same footing that's the first obstacle and just to add to what Gilbert said and bringing it to the real estate business, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I was new in the DFW, relatively mm -hmm. new, when I became a real estate agent. And then I was, you know, my surrounding, none of, none of everybody that I was surrounded with had the money to buy a home at that time. Mm -hmm. So, but, you know, you have to think outside the box. That's mm -hmm. when... Your brain, mm -hmm. that's a positive thing. It's not mm. a negative thing because then your brain starts thinking outside the box. So one day I looked at all there because we lived in a big apartment complex. So I was like, so all these people are my clients? My mindset changed. Mm -hmm. I started doing a first-time home buyer seminar what? To the same apartment complex, I asked the manager if they would allow me to use the mm -hmm. guest, you know, the, the, the community center so mm -hmm. I can do my first time home by, you know, seminar. Mm -hmm. As I was doing the seminar, the manager will be there. I used to do it on Saturday. I realized that everybody in the apartment complex did not have good credit. <laughs> so therefore, I started putting them into credit repair. So, you know, they, 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 they work. While that work was being done, the manager needed to purchase a home. Wow. She just came after one of my meetings and said, Can you help me, you know, buy? Wow. wow. That's how you see when you start doing the step, when you start thinking outside the box, outside the box. <laughs> even the accent, everybody can hear my accent is even stronger than Gilbert. Even the accent. You can think it's a negative, but it's a plus because yes. that's how you need this. That's how yes. people remember you. So yes. we the, the 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 manager bought a house mm -hmm. with us, and that was the beginning of a journey. And then after that, my daughter connected me with one of the parents that live in the same apartment complex. You know, uh, Miss Kim, she became my friend down the line. You know, she purchased a house, and they, they, then became the series of, you know, activities until now. Look at that. You know, I, 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 and what Gibber said is so true, um, uh, you know, about people coming in and, and it's like, I'm just coming in. I don't even know anything. But, but the other thing is there are people also born here who also don't have the luxury of having people that will give them money yes. that will loan them money to start a business Absolutely. but one thing also that i know is that there are businesses that people can start with zero money yes i, I, I mean so i i think i have um i think I, I i have some some episodes where i talked about businesses that people can have uh with zero with with zero money you know different things mm -hmm. so uh, you know there are obstacles but let me tell you when you think outside the box even if it's even if it is not real estate whatever it is you have to think outside the box 
And I love this quote that says, you cannot solve a problem with the same mindset that created it. If you want to solve the problem, you have to think outside the box. No matter the, the industry you are in, you have to think outside the box. Now, um, so many people are thinking, I have to wait for the right time to start my business. Melanie, when is the right time to start a business? Tell me, when is the right time? It's now. Today. Today. Now. Yes, it's now. Because if you wait for everything to fall in place, you're missing out on the season. I'll give an example. God speaks to you to be an agent in 2019. You say, no, I'm going to wait until 2022, 23, because that's when I'll graduate. That's when I'll. And then the real estate market, boom, in 2020, everybody reaped the benefit. Uh-huh. And 2023, like, okay, now I'm ready. Well, the season, <laughs> the market is kind of slowing down. Uh-huh. Missed that curve. But even if you've missed that curve, it's still now. It's, it's still now. Mm-hmm. Because, because it will pick up. <laughs> if, it, if it keep coming, that means it's in you. It's now. It's now. It's mm-hmm. now. So, Gilbert. Yes. What are some challenges of working with Melanie, your wife? What are some challenges of working together? Tell me. Keep, spill the beans. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> you know, because because people talk about, I don't want to work with my... What are some challenges? I know there are pros and cons of couples working together. So what are some... Because, you know, s- some people are missing out on the blessings that you have working together, right? Some people are missing out because they're only seeing the, the cons. They're not they are not seeing the pros. Some people are seeing the pros. They're not seeing the cons. What are the, the challenges and, you know, and how do you overcome them so that you can really see the blessings yes. of working together? Interesting question. And actually, my answer, you even be surprised from which angles I'm going to come from. Oh, one okay, of, go on. One of the challenges is that um, real estate never stops. Work never stops. So sometimes I have to look at the clock. I say, hey, look, it's almost midnight. Can we stop talking about uh, the next contract? Let's talk about politics or a, a movie or whatever. So, Something. yeah, the problem is stopping when to stop work. When to stop. So, yeah. So that we have to be disciplined about that. Yes. One thing that I would say, I think a good ingredient to be able to work together as we do is first we we have a friendship relationship you know you know so we that helps us you know really work as you know not only partners or husband and wife but also as friends so we we respect each other we we listen to you know each other and one big advantage is we always together we're growing 
as people, as friends, as husband and wife together. Let me, you know, we can start our day in the morning and if we're still showing houses at 8 p.m., well, we're still together. And before we get home, you know, we can stop at the restaurant and eat, you know, eat. chat a little bit, you know, and, you know, we, yeah. But if it was the other way around, I think uh, we would had, have had, you know, uh, quite uh, some struggles. Mm-hmm. I would have requested my wife to be at home uh, at 6 p.m. or at 8 I'm cooking for you as, as an African yeah. man. Where's my, where, exactly. where's my dinner? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I ate rice yesterday. I, I, yeah. you know, I, I want for food tonight. I want to food today. <laughs> and I want to eat akara tomorrow morning. <laughs> exactly. Akara tomorrow morning. <laughs> Understanding, right? Understanding, Understanding each other. Yeah. yeah. Because okay. there is friendship before there's, business. There is yeah. friendship. And we are working towards one goal. Yes. You know, this is our family. This is mm-hmm. our business. Mm-hmm. You know, we have that partnership with one goal. We're looking in the same direction. Mm-hmm. So whatever my husband does, even if I don't agree with it, I don't have any doubt that it's good for our family and our business. There's this trust you know, and there's the respect because sometimes, especially we women, sometimes we forget our places. You know, I, I don't ever take it for granted, you know, because I'm the broker, I, I started this business, and then it's like, no, he's not working for me. We are all working together. Together. I, I respect his input, yes. I don't agree with it all the time. But later on, I can see the wisdom, and he does the same. And you know, the strength that my husband is has is that he has a very he has a servant spirit. And uh, you know, wants me to shine. I remember when he joined the business, he kept saying, "I want you to shine." So most of the time. He doesn't even appear in the magazine. He doesn't even want to be up front. But he's the one that prepares the meetings. He's the one that does everything so that I can shine. But when I shine, I remember him. I have to make sure that if I shine, it's because of this young man and his thing and his support and everything. So we both shine. That light is brighter in our home. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's that's really so. So the other thing, do you find time alone separately to go do your thing separately? Separately, mm-hmm. like like um, like I know melanin. You have your your sisters and all that. Do you do something separately that you are not together all the time? Yes, most of the time mm-hmm. we're together, mostly, but we enjoy each other's company. That's, I, I put it that way. But I, I take time to go meet, visit my sister, do my nails, do my hair, you know, go out, meet my grandkids, you know, we. Yeah. One thing that I learned, I did not know, you know, because people are watching us, our, our mm-hmm. children watching us, our friends are watching us. You know, we have friends that are not even here in other states. 
but they're watching us from a distance. And it, when I they get into you know their life challenges, when we talk with, with them, then that's when I hear them saying, We're watching you, and you are you are an inspiration, you know, for us. The way you conduct yourself with your wife, the way we see you, you know, uh, and we don't know what kind of impact you know it has on people, but we we hear mm-hmm. we hear that. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's good. So I really appreciate you, um, Melanie. You you owe me um, an invite to come to the house so um, that you can cook for me. Oh, I will. Uh huh. So you so you owe me one. I'm inviting myself. More than welcome. I don't cook as well as you because I know every time we had an activity, you were the one that would bring. The and I still cook. And I still cook up to. You know, yesterday was my birthday, and I and I cooked. No <laughs> birthday. And I cooked, cooked, and cooked. Yeah, <laughs> you can't I believe. So uh, you know, so I really appreciate both of you. I appreciate your honesty. You know, you know how much I love you, Melanie. Um, and uh, if just share one wisdom as a roundup, um, my tribe, uh, the people that always watch um, and listen to my podcast. Just share one wisdom. Uh, these are people that want to create um, their own business. They want to scale their own business. They want to be successful in their own business. Please give them one word of wisdom, each of you. One word of wisdom. I, I will start. Where we live in a society where everything looks like it's instant. You know, you start, you open a page and you have 3,000, 5,000 million dollars, million followers, you're making money right away. And people go into business thinking that that's how it should be. But really, a true business with good foundation, you ask any businessman, you have to lay the foundation. You have to learn. You have to have a season of learning and growing. That growing, you know, you know, um, you know, within the time that you're learning, don't despise it. Mm. Yeah, don't don't despise the slow beginning. Don't despise mm. the time of learning. But use that time to lay the strong foundation. I've personally I've seen people that started the business, this go into selling millions in the first month, first year, and then two years down the line they're not there because mm. when difficult moment came, the prideful spirit that it was embedded in them from that instant success could not sustain the lowest season mm. that was needed for them to learn and to, you know, to lay foundation and roots in order for them to continue with the business. So wow. be, patient. be patient. In this world of instant, you know, patience is still the key to building a strong and successful business. Wow. Thank you. And uh, I can say add to that, yeah. Um, each business is different, 
but I think the principles are still the same. Um, you have to focus on the people that you serve. You have to make sure that you build relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, building relationships, connecting with the clients, the people on a personal level is key. I can just give the example of real estate. Our vision really is not to sell property or help someone. No, uh, behind all of that, our goal is to help people create a legacy for, for themselves. The new immigrant or the people that we serve, for them to, to empower them mm. so they can create a legacy for themselves. Yes. And build wealth. We yes. teach how to build wealth because yes. somebody that bought five years ago, if they sell the property today, they have equity for them. Equity, yes. That's so to encourage them to buy another house or invest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Money out and yeah. So that's really what we focus on. Focusing on yes. the people. Yes, focus on the people. Focus on the people and learn. Learn. When you are building a business, it is not it is not a quick microwave. Mm-hmm. Just learn, learn, and build relationships. So I really appreciate both of you today. Thank you for sharing with my tribe. Thank you all for listening to us today. If you are thinking of starting your business, if you really don't know whether you are ready, I invite you to go on my website, clarolgr.com, and uh, check the checklist. Look at the 10 points and take the 10 points to see if you are ready. And if you have any question, you can reach out and uh, take the free discovery call with me speak with me and let me help you to to see if you are ready and uh, i will see you on the next podcast thank you and i will see you again soon I hope you enjoyed this episode. The best gift you can give me is by sharing this podcast with your friends, your family, and reviewing it, which will help this podcast to grow organically. If you want to create your own economy and live the life that you deserve, join my next workshop or schedule time with me. My purpose may as well be to help you on your journey. Visit clarogr.com forward slash workshop. See you again next week.